Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Positively Midwest Podcast. My name is Steve Jerns, and across from me, as always, is my lovely wife, Catherine. How are you? Oh, there you go. How are you doing today? Well, um, yikes. There, I just did some things and ruined the whole entire intro. I'm sorry, everybody. He likes to mute me. It's okay. Well, it just, it sounds better. Okay, we'll have no sound here in a second. Okay, you hear that? See how there's a little bit more of a background there? And then I go down and I mute you, and now it's just me. And then I go like this, and you can hear more of a background noise. No? Yeah. See. Whatever. All right. Here's this little background music. Okay, so, holy smokes, we've been working our buns off lately. Um, we've become very passionate about our careers now, and... Uh, I'm certainly enjoying the um, the mental state I've been in for quite some time now. That's everything's going great and forward and progressive and focused and intense and passionate. And so, uh, yeah, I was just working on some stuff a little bit ago, and uh, we've both been working some some long hours, but we're loving it. Hmm. Okay. Well, don't get too excited. <laughs> so we are an episode. Number 95 of the Positively Midwest podcast. We're doing it Tuesday evening at 10.03 p.m. Central Standard Time, <laughs> the day before it comes out, because that's how busy we've been. And sometimes when we're finally getting a minute to sit down and chill out, we've fallen asleep for hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Continuously every night, I think we sit down to finally relax and I crash. Yeah. So I had some uh, work stuff to work on. I feel like Austin Powers there. Allow myself to introduce myself. Um, anyway, so I uh, I was doing some work stuff, so I had you figure out a uh, subject, if you will. So take it away. All right. So have you ever been in the middle of a conversation with somebody? Somebody maybe you haven't seen in a while. But did it seem like the conversation was like lagging? that it was hard to carry on a conversation. So I always find it really interesting. I tend to be able to speak to a lot of people randomly about a lot of random things. I don't know. Apparently I like to talk. So I found an article from The Science of People. And so we're not gonna read all of them, but this is like 57 killer conversation starters so you can start a conversation with anyone anytime because what I was thinking is not only do you want to be able to have a conversation with somebody but you want it to be like a deeper more meaningful connection with a positive outcome of your conversation like how I spun that positive right back in there babe oh yeah babe I love that babe and so you know it really does go through and it talks about like your basics you know, questions that you ask me like, oh, hey, how are you? Because you walk away going, hi, good. How are you? Okay. Yeah, you. And you forget that you already said it because you don't know what to say, right? So these are just some different ways of wording questions or to make that the answers in the conversation flow better from those questions. Okay. So one, it says conversation, st conversation starters for any situation. Let's start with some killer conversation openers great for simply opening conversation with someone new or someone you haven't seen in a while. Far more interesting than just the standard, oh, where are you from? What do you do? So try some of these instead. Tell me about you. 
about me? Yeah, tell me about you. Well, my name is Steve Jerns. I was born in Watertown, South Dakota, May 28th, 1984 at Memorial Hospital. And uh, I was a C-section baby. And uh, now I'm 5'11". And uh, I am a news director at a local radio station. And uh, my favorite band is Modest Mouse. And um, I've met Isaac Brock, the lead, for three times. And my favorite water bottle is my Positively Midwest water bottle that I've drank at least uh, 2,200 gallons of water. All right. So there's a perfect example. If you just say, how are you doing? It's going to end the conversation a little bit quicker. So this is a great way to invite the other person to tell you something that they want to share. It's a great way to know them a little bit better and see what's on the top of their mind. So are you working on anything exciting lately? Yes, I just did a breaking, my first uh, quite large breaking news story. So this is a great alternative to, well, what do you do? And so it kind of gets them to be able to explain in a little bit more depth, especially if they're having passion and excitement about something in their lives. Following me so far? Yep, for sure. Okay. What was the highlight of your day? Now, this is something that I learned at a very, when my girls were very young, because they'd come out of school and be like, what'd you learn today? What'd you do today? And they'd be like, nothing. And so I started asking them, what was your favorite part of today? And it was a great way of opening my kids into having a better conversation because they had things that they loved about the day. Just maybe that they didn't remember what they learned or what they did specifically when you ask it that way. So what was the highlight of your day today? What would you do in the event that you were asking someone that way, if you will, and then they are not very, um, they don't talk, you know, they don't give you a good answer. What is some phrase that you would utilize to get them to elaborate, if you will? Tell me more. Okay. Tell me more, tell me more. Isn't that a song? Say, baby, I love you or something. <laughs> Say, baby, I love you. Okay, sorry. So what was the highlight of your week? Do you have a highlight of your week? Yep. Last night um, when we went to bed and we held hands. And got some really good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I finally slept great. Yeah. My highlight of the week is... I don't know. It's been fantastic. I conquered my first, you know, wedding as a big event at my new job and received, you know, lots of great compliments. The couple and the families were very happy with everything and it's just been good. I'm finding my groove and learning how to be like more organized in my own way. And so to me, my whole week has been really positive because it's been rather, um, an uplifting experience as far as conquering those things new. So here's the question. It says, what are your favorite restaurants around here? You know, I also love to go, when you go to a restaurant, do you ever ask the server what their favorite thing is to order off the menu to try to like help you decide? Do I? Yeah, I do. You know that I do. And I always go, have you tried that? Do you like it? And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and so, yep, we're, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but we're regulars at like three different places 
at least. And we probably order the same thing at every one. I don't, but maybe for an adult beverage. Yeah, then there's only like three things I want. And if no, anyways, go ahead. Okay, so I'm skipping a few. It says what a what a beautiful or cool, ugly, bizarre venue. Have you been here before? So it's like picking apart something different or unique about the establishment that you're in, whether it's the decor, the type of menu, the type of drinks. That way, it's something that you can comment on and maybe be able to spark a conversation, find a mutual connection regarding the venue. I could see where this could also be beneficial in a relationship so that you would be able to uh, engage a partner that is less engaged or maybe, you know, they need to hone in, hone in on these skills too. You know, not everybody is born an extrovert and not everybody is born, but, you know, when you're dating someone and they're your partner, you know, they are... They're comfortable with you, so they might talk to you or whatever, but they might not want to go to a, I don't know, a museum or something, you know, and uh, that's your way of, you know, keeping them involved and making that experience be special for them. And, uh, you know, until they can unlock some of this in themselves, you know, you might have to do some of that initiating for them in other conversations and maybe they'll get pulled into it eventually and, uh, you know... And that was definitely something I've dealt with where Catherine's certainly up front much more extroverted than I am. So it's difficult because people that don't know me very personally, they might know me through work or just out and about or something. I'm generally, you know, very excited and uh, happy and, you know, making a making a scene or whatever. But uh Otherwise, I'm just, I'm actually very quiet. So if I get into a group of people, like when we first started taking our kids to school, like all the parents would be around talking or intro- talking, introducing themselves or whatever. And I just sat in like a corner or I just like stared at my phone. And, you know, now I don't seem to have that problem and, and know them all. But uh, at that time, it was certainly something I struggled with, I guess you'd say. So, uh Go to it. Go to it. All right. So now let's go a little bit deeper. Let's make the conversation a little bit more meaningful. If you had to pick any character in a book, movie, or TV show, who is the most similar to you? Who would you choose and why? I don't know why I feel like you want me to answer all of these, but (laughs) it's a television show or a movie. Yeah, or a book. Is there a certain character that fits you, your personality, besides Jim Carrey, Ace Ventura? <laughs> uh, I would go with, uh, you know, like a mixture, but I would go with a mixture of um, Chris Farley and like Jack Black in just about any movie that they're in regardless. Uh, probably... Probably a little more modern, if you will, of Jack Black, but we never know what Chris Farley would have been because he was in like four movies. Um, But probably a mixture of those two, and I do like my superhero stuff too. So, but I'm not, I'm not a big buff dude or anything. So I don't, I don't feel like I'm a superhero. But I would be the radio version of Clark Kent. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I work at a radio station, so I'm not. The Clark. So now, what is your biggest fear? Uh, 
being alone. Uh, if something terrible happened to my children, or uh, if you left, or all three of you left, uh, I would imagine that that would be very difficult. I'm not sure if there's enough prescription medication on the planet to help me recover from something like that. Especially if it was from something I did, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how else to answer that because that's probably, I think that that is what would scare me the most because I feel like that's what I've worked my entire life for. And, and we're starting to do more stuff for ourselves, certainly, but our kids are old enough to kind of navigate through the world now. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear besides birds, for anyone that knows me, is still, I don't know. Car crashes, curves, driving my car into open water. I apparently have a fear of cars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not, I'm not quite as deep as Stephen, maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who when you're you? explaining a deep, how to have deep conversations. <laughs> I mean, I can dive deep and I could explain each scenario and why each scenario, like, gets me and haunts me but that would be far too lengthy for here so um who is your role model you know this is a great way for getting people to talk about an inspiring person whether it's a boss author celebrity you know this is their way of talking about their inspirations in life and that's always always like a positive thing it's talk about is who inspires you you know like what do you inspire to be you know having these positive conversations with one another um Make that connection, you know, whether it is because it's business related, personal related, whether it is because you are needing to um, maybe make a difference in somebody else's life or make a difference in your own. So the more you tap into some of these deeper questions or different ways of phrasing questions, instead of it being a yes, no, closed book answer, make a more open ended be more engaging with one another and you're going to make your daily encounters more positive and uplifting. 10-4 on that one, big, big papa. I wish I had like this huge like way of explaining these things and a great topic for tonight. This is just like a short little one that's been on my mind as you know, you're talking to more people, making those connections, you know, Go outside your comfort zone if you need to, because that little bit of challenge that we give ourselves leads to the growth for ourselves and that extra strength for ourselves. So challenge yourself to have a deeper, more meaningful conversation. Oh, yeah. What are you looking for, dude? Just an envelope. I could carry this on, but I can't. I get easily distracted and I squirrel then. Oh, Sorry about it. That's okay. I mean, we're at 15 minutes, and if you feel that you've covered, you know, some of the uh, some of the intricate details, if you will, of having a deeper conversation with your spouse, your friend, any real uh, place that you could, you know, apply these people, because you're you're uh, listening to this and you're thinking, oh yeah, that bill. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to have to talk to Bill about that tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, so here's a couple of funny conversation starters.